Welcome to Branding Your Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King, and thank you so much for tuning in, joining this podcast today, and being a part of the Branding You Real Estate community. So Branding You Real Estate was created by a real estate agent for real estate agents to give you inspiration, motivation, and ideas to help you improve your business, your brand, and most importantly, you as a real estate professional. So today's podcast, my 50th podcast, what? Thank you for being here, celebrating that. Um, I am not popping champagne because it's around 5 a.m. my time, and I wanted to get this podcast out there, and I'm so excited for it to be the 50th. Anyways, we're focusing on one of my favorite, favorite, favorite topics of all time, productivity. So it's all about really understanding how to be productive, versus busy and how being productive is going to save you time and make you more money. Uh, the podcast was inspired by an article that I read by Inman, which is a um, subscription that I am a part of thanks to my brokerage. Shout out to Schmidt Family of Companies, Coldwell Banker for that. Um, and they sent out um, like a multiple articles a day that are extremely, extremely helpful. And the one that they sent out is uh, five secrets to the uber productive. And if you've listened to my podcast, you know, I love productivity and the past year or so I've really focused on not doing busy work and being productive and just finding the secret sauce to be more productive, to make more money in less time. So I can actually enjoy the life that I'm working so darn hard for. So we're going to get into some of those secrets. I'm going to pull some from Inman, give you my own real estate spin on it and might throw in a few more tidbits of what I have found has helped me be more productive as well. And I hope that you can apply this to your real estate business and make more money, save more time and enjoy your life. So let's first focus on the fact that productivity is not equal to being busy. For some reason in this world that I have lived in, we have glorified being busy. I'm starting to see the tables turn, um, but for so long it's been, how are you doing? I'm busy. It's like, like you'll start noticing that everyone says busy and you're going to catch yourself saying busy and you're going to cringe. But we've glorified it. By being busy, somehow we and the outside world has told us that that gives us worth. That somehow us being busy, us waking up and starting to work at 5 a.m. and finishing up at 9 p.m. with no break and no joy in between, that that's when we're worthy of the money that we're making. We tell ourselves these lies, but it's not true. Anything can be true that you want it to be. But for some reason, we don't feel worthy unless we are busy, unless we're just constantly, constantly working. And it's really hard to get off that cycle when you've never been off that cycle. So I really want you to think about it. I want you to celebrate when you've been productive. I kind of had this argument with my with my dad at one point, and he comes from a different generation, and to him, it's about working hard, long hours, and I still see that with the generation that is ahead of my generation, that it's all about seeing you work all the time, that you have to 
answer your phone 24-7 in real estate, in business, when you're at dinner, when you're with your kids, you have to answer right then and there or you aren't going to be successful. Is that true? Only if you make it true. But what if, what if you decide to be productive? What if you change your mindset to that grounded mindset that I've talked about in my podcast before? That it's about the end result. Not jumping the second someone calls you or constantly running. Actually taking the time to reflect, to do more in less time. To do 20% of the work and get 80% of the result. But how most of us work, we work 80% of the time or yeah, we do 80% for 20% of the result. So how can you flip that? And that is where productivity comes in. That is where getting more done in less time comes in. And today we are going to talk about some tips and tricks and secrets of how you can be more productive in your real estate business. Of course, if you're in any industry, I'm sure you can apply this, but I focus purely on real estate and that's where my examples will come from. I've spent the past couple years really focusing on being more productive because I was the girl that I loved to be seen for how many hours I worked. I never focused on the end result. It was more, I want people to see me working all the time and emails coming in because somehow that was my worth. And recently working with some other people and taking a look at my life and realizing, I don't want to live this life. I only have one life. And then once I had a daughter, I had to be more productive So I started focusing on the end result and activities that got me there without doing all the work. So we're getting into that. I hope you find something you can apply to your real estate business the second you get off this podcast. So we're going to get started with my favorite productivity hack or how you can be uber productive and uber successful is first and foremost, focusing on you. I know at Branding You Real Estate, we talk a lot about focusing on you, making sure you're working on your mindset. Um, But there's good reason to it. When your mindset is right, when you have the energy because you decided to go for a walk instead of sit and scroll on Instagram and Facebook, or you decided to have fruit and eggs for breakfast instead of a donut. When you focus on fueling yourself in all different areas, mind, body, and soul, you really have that energy to have better focus. When you have better focus, you get more done. So I want you to reflect on a day where you felt really sluggish. And I mean, there's a lot of different factors, but sleep, or did you go out and party the night before? That could be what you put in your body. Um, Did you exercise and walk around? And when you got tired, what did you do? Just fill up a cup of coffee and just keep working? Think about your productivity that day. Maybe you worked a lot of hours. Maybe you stayed up late and worked. But how did that impact you the next day? When you're foggy and not clear and lethargic, you, I know for me at least, 
I'll read a document a couple times and be like, oh, where, where did I leave off? Or I'll get distracted easily from a project. Or um, I get way overwhelmed when my plate is super full rather than just taking it bird by bird or step by step or taking it one project at a time. I find that I bounce around a lot. But when I am super productive, it's usually on the days that I got up, I worked out, I used time for myself in the morning and then was just able to hit the floor running and have complete focus. So first and foremost is working on your energy management. So that means finding physical ways almost to increase your energy and that will increase your focus, which will make you be more productive in a shorter amount of time. So even when you are so busy, right? So busy, I don't have time to work out. I mean, I've been saying this now for like, for, for two years. I'm finally getting back into working out kind of, um, but it's always, I'm just too busy. I need to start answering emails right away or work on my Instagram post right away or head to that meeting first thing in the morning. But really, am I? I mean, I am because I'm not giving myself the time to give myself the energy which will impact my business, which will impact how I show up and how I deliver at work. So find the time, no matter how busy you are, I promise you, if you carve out the time, whether waking up earlier, not my favorite, even though I already wake up early, um, or just scheduling time through the day, whether in the morning, just don't schedule meetings then. You have control over your life. Majority of the time, you can shift to meeting time. So really focus on you and scheduling business around your life because I promise you, you're going to show up better in business, more focused, more efficient, and getting more shit done. My second favorite one that came from the Inman Report is recognizing energy vortexes. And let's get into that of what in the heck that is. It might be self-explanatory. And there's several areas where it comes from. Energy vortexes are people, things, or even you and your bad habits that really suck either the energy out of you or take up too much time. Let me give you some examples Um, I find I work with a a lot of agents who prefer a phone call over a text message. Actually, we had this argument in in one of our board meetings or trainings, and there was one lady that said, I just don't understand. Everyone wants to text. No one wants to take my phone call. Yes, there is good reason. I do like phone calls, but there are certain individuals that will literally suck the energy and time out of you. Um, this specific individual, um, rather than texting a simple question like, Hey, can I show this property tomorrow at this time? She always calls, never texts, never emails, always calls. And always her phone calls turn into sometimes like 30 minutes or an hour long of nothing that was beneficial to her or beneficial to me. Um, and I find also with clients and answering Zillow leads, I remember when I first started because I'm in the hospitality industry or that's where I started from, I 
never wanted to be rude. So I never wanted to be like, all right, well, let's wrap this up. I'll grab your email and I'll shoot you some information. So I would just let them talk and talk and talk. And so my colleagues would always be like, hey, you got to wrap it up. These phone calls are taking way too much time and you could be using your time somewhere else more efficiently. So I've learned some really good exit strategies while still being professional and respectful um, and all of that. So that's another time suck as well, is knowing how and when to exit. Um, And then another example is you. (laughs) So what are those bad habits that you have? Oh, I bet you, I bet you if you're listening to this at some point, or you still do, and you're still fighting this bad habit, is that you go on Instagram because you see a DM and you're like, oh, it's a lead. Let me check this out, see if it's a lead. And then all of a sudden you find yourself scrolling through the feed and you're like, oh, that's pretty. Oh, that's pretty. And you aren't going into Instagram with intention to grow your brand and get more leads. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm just going to do it for two minutes. I'm tired. This will be a good break for me. Just a, just a couple minutes scrolling Instagram or Facebook. And then all of a sudden it turns into 30 minutes and then 45. And then you're like, oh my God, where did all the time go? And then by the end of it, it's the end of the day. And You didn't get those things done that you told yourself you were because you actually went down that Instagram vortex like three times. Like if you think about that, that's a lot of time in the middle of your day where you could have been getting stuff done and being what? Productive? Yes. All right. Keep on listening. We're going to keep on going. So something the uber productive do is they know how to leverage their resources And if you're like me, the go-getter, the type, I'm not really a type A, but if you're a type A, you're probably like this. Just the person who is kind of like a control freak or doesn't want to take the time to train someone, you try and do everything yourself rather than leaning on your strengths and then leaning on your resources. So let me give you some examples of how you can really lean on these resources and leverage your resources. There's several different areas that you can do that. One area, technology. So I take the time to learn how to use apps or new software. And yes, that part takes a lot of time, but in the end, it saves me so much time. And let me give you an example. I've been using DocuSign for a long time and not really maximizing its use, just doing the simplest stuff that's on there. And for the life of me, I just couldn't figure out how to upload a document. So we'll say an offer to purchase to DocuSign from my Google Drive. So either one, I would wait till I got to a computer rather than maybe doing this when I had a break at the post office or a break in between meetings in my car or something, not driving. Um, So I would wait till I get home, flip open the computer, let all that boot up, which would take twice as long. Um, Or I would literally snap a page of every page on the offer to purchase and upload it to my genius scan, which took forever. And then, you know, scale it and do all of that and then upload it to DocuSign. Do you know how much time that took each time that would take like 20 minutes. So finally one day I was like, I have to figure out a solution. So I actually took the time, took a few breaths to actually learn how to use DocuSign a little bit better. And now with the touch of a button, I can upload that document and save myself so much time and stress and all of that. 
So that's just an example of how you can really leverage technology and how technology saves you so much time. And let me just give you one more example. So another colleague that I work with, I find I work with a lot of agents who, you know, they still got it. They are in the game and they're killing it, but they spend a lot of time doing things. So there's this one agent and a long time ago, she said every time she has to write like a new listing agreement, she drives down to recorder of deeds, walks inside. That's like an hour right there. Spends an hour searching for this document, like a paper file. What? And that takes a couple hours of her time. And whenever I see her, she's frantic and busy, but her numbers aren't even there. So she's busy, the keyword, busy, not productive. And I was like, hey, if you want, I'll show you how you can go online on recorder of deeds. It costs like not very much a year to have access to that. And you can look up pretty much every deed that's out there. And you know what? That takes three to five minutes. So right there, you were saving a couple hours and imagine those couple hours compounded on top of each other. That is where you're working productive. You're working efficient. You're saving time, getting more done and making more money. All right. So there's my technology spiel. Also, Find team members or outsource in areas where you aren't strong or maybe those jobs that are more the low-hanging fruits that are kind of easy for anyone to take on. So you can focus on what you're good at and that is real estate and being the expert at what you're good at and that's being a real estate professional. So lean on your team members and also if you are growing your team or if you have a team, really what you need to do is champion each individual strength strengths there and allow them to focus in that area rather than spreading them thin and spreading them everywhere and trying get getting them to do everything. And another area where I have found where I did not leverage my resources is utilizing my brokerage. My brokerage offers so much training and marketing and graphic design and other marketing that will increase the visibility of my listings and make my listers happy. But instead of me learning how to do that, taking that couple of minutes or maybe an hour to learn how to do that. I try and recreate the wheel or do my own graphics or do my own Facebook ad on our Facebook page rather than utilizing some other marketing that they're doing for us that is free. So leverage your resources. Here is like really, really, really one of my top favorite ways it's more just like changing your mental process changing your mindset on how you do work and I'm gonna get there well you know what let me just go ahead with it do less but with more impact I feel like especially when it comes to branding and marketing there is so much out there and for some reason we all think we have to do it all in order to be on top of our game we have to do all the things on Instagram reels, stories, live, posts every day, all of that. Um, but I feel like we're, we're told we need to do it all in order to be successful. But you know what? If you spread yourself too thin and if you're doing too much, and here's the thing, if everything is important, nothing is important. That's why a lot of times I get a lot of things thrown at me and I have to really prioritize what is most important right now and not always what is urgent or what someone makes urgent is the thing that needs to be prioritized at that time. So let's just bring it back to branding and marketing. That's where I think we all get 
the shiny object syndrome. We see something, we go for it before we've even mastered one thing. So a couple years ago, I decided, I was like, I'm not going to try and do everything. And I'm not going to start something and not finish it or not complete it or not follow through with it. And with branding, follow through and consistency is so important. So I started one thing at a time. I started just Facebook posting. Then I started strategizing a little bit more. Then I ventured over to um, Instagram and started actually strategizing and adding a little bit more here and there. Once I started making we'll call it an unconscious effort to get things done where it just came naturally to me. So stop trying to do it all. Just do a little with a lot of impact and you will see one, the return on investment will be much higher. The return on your time will be much more higher. A lot because you will become much better at that one thing rather than spreading yourself too thin. So focus on that. Repeat after me. Do less with a lot of impact. So uber productive individuals, successful individuals, what they do, they focus on their return on investment and the return on time. So any actions that you take, any money that you spend, understand why you're doing it and what your return is or what your expected return is. Something that I like to do on a quarterly basis and especially on a yearly basis are audits audits in my business and audits in time. So if you join me for the Mindful Marketing Academy, we will be doing a year-end audit at the end of this year going into 2022 and then meeting every quarter to do an audit so we can prepare for the next quarter. And what we do during that audit is that we look at everything. How are we spending our time? Where are our bad habits? Where are we spending our money and what is the return? So before even going into the next quarter, even if your marketing campaign was to go through every quarter, but you're finding that your returns are really low, you're not getting your money back, you're not getting your time back, you're spending way too much time on a certain campaign that may have seemed like a lot of fun, but really no return, then you eliminate it and then you save yourself more time. When you save yourself more time, you can either use that time to enjoy life a little or use that time to actually put into something that is giving you the return. So I always use Zillow as an example because everyone's familiar with it. Um, We pay a lot of money for those leads, but it's so important that you check and you see, am I actually closing any of these leads? And am I getting my money back? And more than that, am I getting a high return? And if I am, should I invest more money there? Or maybe you have a website and you're noticing you're getting good return there, should you focus more time there on Google ads or more money with Google ads, more time putting out content and SEO and all of that? So it's really looking at everything that you're doing, understanding your return and then capitalizing on that. And capitalizing on that means either you're removing it from your workload if it's not giving you the return or you double down where the return is high. Oh, and when it comes to return on time, I know that that's kind of hard to measure. So something that I think is really important to do is know your worth. And to break that down, give yourself an hourly rate. So I started to do this a couple years ago. My hourly rate has gone up as my experience has gone up. And so it really helps me measure when I'm looking at marketing campaigns that I'm doing and the effort that I'm putting into maybe social media marketing campaigns and all of that. 
if I'm not seeing the return, I just take it out and then I focus my energy somewhere else that's giving me a higher return. So I'm not wasting my time. Or you know what? I just choose not to do it and get my time back because if I'm not getting any money out of it, then I'm losing time and time is money. So give yourself an hourly rate and that's how you can calculate your return on time. So one of my favorite techniques that you can put into practice right away to be uber productive is time blocking. And there's several different ways that you can time block. So I'm a type B personality. A type A personality would probably time block and like schedule out every hour and set timers and do all of that. I tried that one day. That was really hard. (laughs) So I, I worked on more of a time blocking that works for me. And one, I realized with time blocking, if you do it by the day, don't schedule too much. And you'll learn that the first time you try and do it. So I'll give you an idea of a time block. 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. We'll say 7 a.m. to 9. Uh, Time with family, getting baby ready, taking baby to school. Dance parties, all of that. Maybe some mindset work in there. Um, That's more just my personal time. 9 to 12, working on my monthly newsletter. 12 to 3, showing property. 3 to 4, checking emails and admin work. 4.30, picking up the baby. So see, there wasn't too much in there. That's actually not what my time block looks like. I don't even know why that came to me. It's all backwards. Um, but just to give you an idea of what a typical time block looks like for the day. Also, something that I really like to do that I started doing that really made life significantly easier for me are theming out days. And This just helped me just stay on track so I know every week I'm doing a certain thing. And you know, I just started with theming out one day. So every Monday is like really my admin day so I could set up my week. So I really try my hardest not to schedule showings that day or meetings that day. Or if I do, my meetings are in the afternoon. I spend the morning following up on all of my transactions. To me, that is one of the most important parts of our job. Um, It's not really the fun part, but it's so important because we are managing and handling someone's future and someone's money. Anyways, I can go down a whole rabbit hole on that. But yes, so I themed out that day. That day is like my transaction follow-up day. Next, I'm going to start theming out Fridays for my marketing day to organize my marketing, to set up my week for the following week. So theming out days always helps. Um, I try and do Wednesdays and Thursdays for my days of showing. But of course... Every week's a little different. We have to bend a little based on others' schedule and all the other things that go on in our business. So be flexible, but theme out your days. Time block your days and set boundaries. Like I was saying, Mondays, I really need Mondays to get organized. I've been really good at setting boundaries. My stress levels have gone down. People try and book things. My own team lead always tries to book on Monday. And I'm like, can we do it later? Just I like to focus on those transactions Monday morning to make sure that there's not any deadlines that I'm missing for the week. So theme out those days, do your time blocking, and I promise you're going to see your productivity go way through the roof with this one. So we're going to end with this one. If you don't take control of your time, somebody else will. And that is true. And I've seen that in my own life because I was always very passive. 
I always sat back. I always said yes. I always did as I was told. And you know what? I've always been busy and I've always been burnt out and I've always been overworked because everyone knew that they could come to me because I would do it. I wouldn't, you know, put up boundaries or say no. So everyone came to me for that because I was the pushover. But a couple years ago, I learned to start putting my foot down. And when I heard that line of if I don't take control of my time, someone else will. And if someone else is controlling your time, they're controlling your entire life and I'm no longer in charge of my destiny. So people who are productive, they take control of their time by learning to say no, by setting boundaries, by setting boundaries to themselves. Like I mentioned earlier, recognize your bad habits and break them. Stop letting the outside world control you. So I'm just going to leave all that right there and we're going to end on that note. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I know how valuable your time is, especially since we're talking about being productive today. So my goal was to actually give you something to think about, change your mindset on productivity versus being busy, and also give you some tools that you can run with right now. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I try and post something a couple times a week or put things in my story that you can actually take with you right now. You can follow me at branding you underscore real estate. If you have an idea for a podcast or if you have a question about branding and marketing, feel free to shoot me a private message there. That is the best way to reach me. I am checking in that constantly and I get my inspiration from you. So you follow me, I'll follow you back. I'll do some stalking. I'll get some inspiration and hey, you might have a podcast that's uh, done all about you or something that you inspired me by. All right. Happy branding.